Yes, sir. Top of the top. Episode 47, Stash House Podcast. Got a great show lined up for y'all this week, man. Great vibes all around. Give y'all a little recap of how my weekend went, man. Some music talk, man. Up and coming albums and some new albums that came out. Also, man, Drake. Drake might be the biggest pop star, man, easily. If not our generation, man, he's definitely in the conversation now, man, over what I observed over the weekend, man. So all that and a little bit more, man. So sit back, relax. Good vibes this week, man. Good times rolling. Sit back, relax. Episode 47, Stash House Podcast. Let's get it. Yo, what up, what up, man? Episode 47, Stash House Podcast. Your boy Tyler checking in, man. First time listening, man. Appreciate you, man. Welcome aboard. If you tune in weekly, man, shout out to you, man. Keep on supporting the podcast. And, man, just one episode you decide to click on, talk some topics you may want to hear about, shout out to you, man. Like, share, subscribe, retweet, whatever you do to help support the podcast, man. Greatly, greatly appreciate it. Don't forget, man, the podcast is available on the Anchor app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and now Spotify, man. So, shout out to that also, man. Hope everybody had a great week last week, great school week, great work week. Hope everybody doing okay. And let's hope the same for this up-and-coming week, man. Stay safe. Be well your surroundings, man. Y'all know the motto around here, how I do it. So, man, this episode, man, I'm just going to say it right now. Uh, coming off of last week episode, all this crazy thing going on, all these crazy things going on in the culture, man. All this talk about snitching going on. Did it last week, not this week, man. Getting back into the flow of things, man. Great vibes, great feeling going around. Music talk, man. A little bit of sports. Y'all know how I do it, man. Great vibes all all around. First off, man, I want to start my weekend, man. Friday, getting off of work, feeling good, relaxing. My boy AJ hit me up. Because uh, for the past few weeks, I've been seeing you know, on Facebook, uh, Russell County, my alumni high school, Russell County. Shout out to class of 2011, by the way. Uh, it was a homecoming week, a homecoming game. And they were saying, you know, we're having a homecoming tailgate and everything. If you want to get a tent, get a tent, get you know, so you can grill, do all that. And I remember seeing it early, and I was like, you know, that would be cool to do, get a tent, grill out a little bit. But, you know, as time gets close, you know, you forget about certain things. So that was happened with that. But AJ hit me up. He was like, man, you going to the tailgate? You know, we didn't know what to expect. And I was like, yeah, sure. I ain't, I ain't doing that. Let's ride out. Got out there, man. Saw some, it was like mostly older, you know, the older crew, the OGs. Like I said, class of 89, 93, uh, 99. Like AJ said, man, it was probably like Shavala High people out there. You know, in the midst, we saw a couple people that we fought with out there, man. Talked to them a good bit. Uh, but for the most part, it was like the older group. But it was only the second year, man, for us to see how the scene was. Because, you know, Russell County, you don't know what to expect. <laughs> That's been the motto forever. You don't know what to expect. But uh, the way the scene out there was just for it to be the second year, man, I can definitely see in the future, man, more people get involved with it. Um, next year, we may have a tent out there, man, grill, have some chips for the kids. So if you want to come out, bring your kids. I know it's a year in advance, but it's a, it's a notice, you know what I'm saying, nonetheless. But uh, we may have a tent out there, man. Grill out, bring your kids, get some food, enjoy some good music, good vibes. And it seems like a good time for everybody to catch up, man. You know, this day and age, so much social media going on. And, you know, people can attest, man, once you graduate high school, graduate college, man, 
you keep in touch with the people you fool with like that, man. The rest, you know, you just see on social media. But, you know, nothing like that face-to-face interaction, man. So that would be dope in the future for that to be, you know, more 2008, 2009, 2007, 2010, 2011 classes. Everybody come together, get their tents, play some music, grill out. Seemed like it would be a fun time. And coming off of that, man, later that night, uh, just got on Facebook to see what's going on. Somebody put Russell County won by 70. And I was like, huh? Come up, Russell County, man, won 70 to 0, man. They beat Barber County. So shout out to Russell County, man. I can't remember the last time Russell County had a 70-yard drive, a 70-yard play. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. We, y'all know we Russell County, if you're from this area, man, Central, they talk about us, Smith Station. You know, Columbus schools, man, Russell County never been the greatest at football, man. But for us to win 70 to 0 for homecoming, man, that's big, that's major. I guess the spirit of, you know what I'm saying, the OGs got into the team. I don't know what it was. I don't know if they were hearing the bass from the music that was being played. I don't know what it was, but shit, Russell County putting up 70 while people tailgate, man. We need to tailgate every game. And you know, who knows what may, what may happen. So shout out to Russell County, man. Shout out to the tailgate. Russell County Warriors won 70-0 against Barber County. Shout out to my alumni, man. Like I said before, class of 2011, man. What'd it do? And coming from that, man, that was Friday. Saturday, Saturday, I was just chilling for the most part. I had to get some things taken care of. Uh, like I said last week, I was hoping to find a place to show the Spence and pour the fight, man. Went to the gym around 12, 30, 1 o'clock. So I was like, okay, after the gym, I'll call around, see who's showing it. Hooters wasn't showing it. Buffalo Wild Wings wasn't showing it. Mr. Wings wasn't showing it. So I was like, you know what, man, just charge it to the game. I didn't feel like ordering ordering it. And plus, on top of that, man, Ohio State had a 7.30 game against Nebraska. So, you know, I wasn't tripping. But I did see the results. Uh, Spence did win. I did predict Spence to win. Spence won in a split decision. So, you know, that was dope to see. And uh, Ohio State beat Nebraska 48-7. to The team looks great. Just hoping we stay on, on key, man. We're getting to that point in the schedule now. It can get a little tricky for teams all around, man. Lately, it's been nothing but blowouts within conference play. You know what I'm saying? The rounds, SEC, Big Ten. But for us, man, we just need to stay, fo- stay focused. We got Michigan State, a night game against Michigan State this coming Saturday. I believe after that, we have Northwestern. That could be a sleeping game. Wisconsin, can't catch them sleeping. So, it, I feel like within these past next week, it's going to be some upsets around college football. I just hope Ohio State is not one of them, man, honestly. But y'all know how that go. Anything can happen on any given Saturday. So, you know. And Sunday, man, Sunday was just a great vibe all around. Also, man, me and my mom went to church. Uh, at the church, I met up with her at Smoky Bones. That was my first time at Smoky Bones, too, man. The food was great. No complaints from me about the food at Smoky Bones, man. Greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated. Uh, highly suggested, man, also. And after that, man, I went, did a little shopping around that area, caught some sales on some sweatpants. Saw some things I want to pick up probably this upcoming weekend, man, because uh, it's October now, by the way, also. October 1st, today, while you're hearing this podcast, sooner or later, like I always say, man, uh, Halloween around the corner, so I want to get my cozy clothes ready, so I don't got to be out there, you know what I'm saying, I want to catch them while they on sale now, 
get my cozy gear and just be chilling, man. So my weekend all around was great, man. No complaints from me about the weekend. And even this up and coming week, man, um, like I said, I've been talking so much about the wrestling wars, if you want to say it, coming up. It started last night on Monday Night Raw, man. Monday nights would be for Raw. Tuesday nights, they say in TNA will have a deal somewhere. I don't have the station in front of me. I don't think I even have the station where TNA would be playing. Uh, TNA, I used to love TNA back in 05, 04, 05. Man, I used to real deal. <laughs> I used to real deal set my VHS timer up for 3 o'clock to 4 because I was either getting out of school or on the bus, so I was going to miss half the show in- anyway. And uh, I haven't recorded. So those was the glory days of TNA for me. I haven't watched TNA in probably about a good five plus years, man. It just isn't the same anymore. A lot of their key talent is gone to New Japan, WWE mainly, or they're just not wrestling no more. And some at AEW too, by the way. And uh, speaking of AEW, Wednesday nights would be for AEW on TNT and WWE NXT on USA on Wednesday nights. That should be fun. Thursday nights, wrestling fans, we can relax. Thursday night, nothing going on. So you can catch up what's going on throughout the week, what you may have missed. I saw also Booker T and I believe Renee Young are going to have a show on Fox, like a WWE update show, you know, keep everybody in, in tune with what's going on. And Friday, SmackDown will be on Fox for Friday night SmackDown. So if you can't find nothing doing Friday night, knowing me, I'm like, okay, wrestling on, so I can't watch that, so... It's a great time, man. Great time for wrestling fans, man. It's finally starting to, throughout a couple episodes leading up to this, I've been talking about it. This week is the start of it, man. So I'm greatly, greatly excited for it. I can't wait to see what happens, man. Just from a business mindset, like what like what kind of changes Vince McMahon and Triple H going to make, uh, what Cody Rhodes and all those guys in AEW, how they're going to react to you know national television. A lot of money been dumped into them. And uh, AEW, like I say, uh, their promo game, most of their promos are on YouTube. All their promo are on, are on YouTube right now. So, interesting to see how that's going to translate to national television. And, you know, WWE, you just, you know what I'm saying, keep in tune with all their social media accounts. And you won't be too out the loop with that. So, I'm happy about it, man. I'm happy about it. And to top it all off, man, either Thursday, depending on how my plans go for this weekend, Thursday or Friday, I'm going to check out that new Joker movie. I've been waiting on it since the first trailer came out. Um, on top of that, they had a funny meme going around about when the Joker in the trailer, he, you know, hopping down the stairs, and they had the D4L song playing in the background, so he, like, he snapping to the song. So that was funny to see. And I just believe this Joker movie all around is going to be, like, a great movie. Like, not on no DC you know what I'm saying, feel, and I don't know Marvel feel, just a all-around great movie, man. I've been seeing great reviews about it so far, and I can't wait. I'm definitely going to see it, man. I miss Spider-Man in theaters. I'm probably going to end up red-boxing that. I miss Shaw, uh, Hobbs and Shaw in theaters, going to red-box that. The new John Wick, miss that. So, I know when to go to check out Joker, man, right when it come out. I know exactly when and where to go, so I'm good on that. I should be all right, you know what I'm saying, everything, you know what I'm saying, work out well. And uh, oddly enough, while I'm recording this on television right now, the Joker trailer is playing while he's hopping down the stairs, and I'm thinking about it's the D4L song, so that's crazy. Uh, 
So yeah, man, I'm I'm waiting for that. Um, and yesterday morning I saw on Netflix, man, the new Gotham season is out, season five. Of course, it came on t- uh, television earlier this uh, year. Uh, Hulu had it, but I wanted to wait till it was on Netflix so I can watch it all at once. Binge watch the season, man. I've been wait waiting to see it, so I'm going to tune into that sometime this week also, man. So. I'm straight now, man. Around October, you know what I'm saying? That's when I get into my vibe for real, so I'm not mad at it. And, bro, all throughout this weekend, man, I talked about, I bypassed, well, I mentioned the podcast uh, quickly, but I kept on going. I finally checked out T.I.'s podcast, man, Expeditiously Expeditiously Podcast. Um, I listened to the Killer Mike episode because I know Killer Mike T.I. have a great connection. They're from the same area. So I, and I, know, I already know the type of talk T.I. gives and Killer Mike gives. So I'll listen to that episode, man. Part one. Part one is like two hours long. And part two is like two hours long. So I listened to like part one. I still got like an hour left in part one. Great, great podcast episode so far, man. It seems like it's only going to get better. Uh on YouTube, T.I. has a few clips from his podcast. So that's how I caught the Killer Mike. Like, they in Killer Mike Barbershop, him and his wife own. Uh, they just chopping game. But it's like a five-minute clip. But uh, what was dope about it, they was talking about uh, the Atlanta school system. They was talking about the Atlanta school system. And uh, like I said, you know how T.I. give it up. So he was like, yeah. It was talking about some high school. I think the high school they went to. And uh, T.I. was like, yeah, some of your favorite rappers came from this school. Some of your favorite ball players came from this school. T.I. said, shit, the owner of Blue Flame came from this school. So I was like, okay, they gave them that type of talk. Okay, let me check them out. Great, great episode, the first part, man. They're talking about black, you know, black empowerment, of course, the economy, uh, how to invest better, man, doing things for your community. T.I. told a great T.I. told a great legendary story about him and Shawty Lowe, man. Wow, that story was great, man. Just to know that was that, you know what I'm saying, the behind the scenes of that, man, that was dope to hear, man. Rest in peace, Shawty Lowe. So, man, coming from that, man, just from part one, I can easily say that's probably one of my favorite podcast episodes of the year. Easily of the year. I can name, I can name. 10 great podcasts just throughout the years. I've been listening to podcasts about the past three years. I can give y'all a good 10 solid list of what podcasts and what episodes to watch. And trust me, it's very, it's like what we, you know what I'm saying, what we be on, not on no, you know what I'm saying, no uh, monotone type, just some real, you know what I'm saying, stuff we relate to type of deal. Uh, drinking and all that with it involved, so... One day I'm gonna do that. One day I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna give y'all my top ten podcast list of my favorite podcasts. So definitely check out Ti's podcast and uh, coming from Ti podcast. Um, I just want to shout out my boy AJ and Jake again, man. We really like flooding the market with these podcasts right now. It came a point in time it felt like I took a week off, then AJ took a week off, then Jake just took a week off. We really flooding the market right now, man. And, um, it's dope to see, man. It's dope to see nobody else around here, I believe, is doing it like we doing it with these podcasts. Uh, three days straight out the week, man. Um, different stories, different topics, man. Uh, I can easily say we're flooding the market right now. We're flooding the market. 
And uh, don't feel no pressure, man, uh, about trying to listen to each podcast the day it comes out. The good thing about podcasts and the streaming era, streaming era, period, you can go back whenever you feel like, you know what I'm saying, checking them out, it's there. You know what I'm saying? Not like a expiration date on the podcast. And uh, I listen to podcasts. So I know how I know exactly how you guys feel. Like, I know I'm not going to put a podcast out Tuesday and whatever views I get on Tuesday, those, those are the only views I'm going to receive. It's not like that at all. Like, the only podcast... I probably listen to like right when it comes out. The day of, it's AJ's, Jake's, and Joe Buttons. The rest of them like all depends. Cause Ti podcast with Killer Mike, Killer Mike was like the sixth or seventh episode. And Ti he had Free Red Rick Ross on one. DC Young Fly. I listened to a little bit of the Ice Cube and El Cool J because that was his first episode. But Ti has like several episodes before the Killer Mike, so. No pressure on, you know what I'm saying, tuning in right when it drops, man. Like, it's always there. Like, it's not going nowhere, man. So, I do want to shout my boys out because as a, as a person who listens to podcasts and stays in tune with what's going on, I can honestly say I can honestly say we're flooding the market right now. We're flooding the market right now. Um, that mashup episode is coming. I don't know whose platform is going to be on. It could be on mine. It could be on AJ. It could be on Jake. Hey, we might just start a whole new podcast just in case everybody want to link up and just talk some shit together. So who knows, man? So just stay tuned for that, man. So I do want to shout that out before I get into the podcast for real. I'm already about, what, 15 minutes in the podcast and I just talking shit right now. But <laughs> I got a great show lined up for y'all this week, man. Uh, like I said, coming from last week, man, we done with that. That man snitching, man. Take them to the mountains or something, man. I don't want to hear nothing else about that kid. I just had to give y'all a real talk last week. But now we're back on the vibe, man. Music, sports, uh, stories, whatever the case may be, man. So sit back, relax. Got a great show lined up for y'all. Stash House Podcast, man. You already know. Yo, man, another week, so another playlist, man. This week, 10 of my favorite Tory Lane songs, man. Tory Lanez, I feel like people sleep on them a little bit. So I'm going to give y'all 10 of my favorite Tory Lanez tracks, man. So check them out, man. Shout out to Fargo. Alright man, so like I said, man, different vibe than last week, man. So it's only right I start off with some shout-outs, man, show some love. First off, man, DMX, man, the dog. If you don't know who DMX is, where have you been the past 25, 20, 25, 30 years, man? The dog, Rough Riders, Stop, Drop, Open Up, Shop. You know what I'm saying? DMX had a history had a historic past, man. Uh legend in the game. Caught a little trouble along the way, man. But now it seems like DMX has got his head on right, man. Focus on what's important right now, his family. Um, he looking healthier than usual, man. You can say, uh, I've seen videos going around. DMX been doing shows. He's been doing festival stages, man. And the love is still there for DMX. Um, it's several videos going around backstage at certain events. Guys walking up to DMX, freestyling to him. Man, DMX coming right back freestyle to them, man. DMX just been tearing it up, man. Shout out to DMX. Um, 
Also, man, he got a record deal with Def Jam. Another record deal with Def Jam. Um, I'm not mad at anybody who sees this as a head scratcher. His record deal, you know, 2019, YSDMS signing the record deal with Def Jam. I don't know all the details about his deal. Um, I'm sure Def Jam is not looking at DMS to sell, you know, the amount of records he did back in the 90s, early 2000s. Uh, but still, man, shout out to DMS. You can say Def Jam, you know what I'm saying? They probably just want to give him some money. And uh, don't forget, for a minute, man, early 2000s, man, DMS had a great run as an actor, man. Of course, we know Belly. Um, one of my favorite movies of all time, but at the same time, we do, we do have to acknowledge, fam, one day, man, how <laughs> we love Belly because of, you know, DMX, Nas, T-Boss, Method Man, the visuals, Hype Williams directed, like a long music video, man, just the visuals. I love to watch it late at night, man, when you lit. Um, but we got to admit, man, the storyline of Belly, <laughs> the storyline of Belly is kind of trash, man. When you sit and you really watch it for like a movie purpose, like the storyline, it's kind of trash. But we love Belly, though, man. Um, and one of the few artists, actors, and artists especially, man, who worked alongside of Jet Li in a few films, man. Of course, we know Romeo Must Die with Aaliyah. Uh, other movies also, man, he worked right alongside uh, Jet Li, man. So DMX. He did have a couple of great movies under his belt, man, also. And DMX gave us what these bitches want from a nigga, man. So you can never downplay DMX. I'm glad to see DMX is doing great out here, man, 2019. I always remember um, when he got out, I think it was either late last year or early this year, a clip of Swiss Beats going around. Not Yeah, a clip of Swiss Beats going around saying, yeah, every time DMX would get out of jail, he always told me, yeah, Swiss, I'm in a better mindset. I feel good. And DMX always meant, like, body-wise, like, um, you know, working out, locked up, getting the muscles. But he said this time around, DMX came back, like, mentally, man. I'm I'm healthy mentally. And that was all, you know what I'm saying, we need to ask for for DMX. So shout out to DMX, man, getting up on his feet in 2019, man. I love to see it. Also, man, Future and Rocco. Future and Rocco squashed their beef, man. It happened during the Atlanta stop of the Legendary Knights Tour. Legendary Knights Tour been going on. It wrapped up Saturday, not Saturday, Sunday, I believe, in Texas. Uh, it's been Future, Meat Mill, Matt the Stallion, and DJ Mustard. They've been on the road all summer, man, Legendary Knights Tour. And uh, Future brought out Rocco in Atlanta, rightfully so. I think they performed Chosen One, I believe. Uh, and there was like a a beef you can say that I forgot about because I remember like when uh, Future my first you know what I'm saying seeing Future was under Rocco and I remember like on Twitter when Rocco came out I think this when Future was going on his run with Monster Beast Mode 56 Nights and everything and Rocco tweeted out hey Future don't forget you're still under contract with A1 Future then responded with several tweets aimed at Rocco and uh, I completely really forgot about this beef, man. Uh, I figured it was just handled behind the scenes and they just settled it behind the scenes. They just part ways. So seeing Rock on stage with Future, it was like, wow, like I completely forgot about this. You know, squares about your circle. You know what I'm saying? They had numerous songs together, man. A chosen one. Like I said, they performed classic, classic record. Uh, 2013, 2012, 2013 time period. Classic, classic record, man. So... That was dope to see, man, seeing those two guys come together, Future bringing him out in Atlanta, like I said, rightfully so. So shout out to those guys. 
And, man, last but not least, man, shout out to Jarrell Jerome. Jarrell Jerome won an Emmy for his role in When They See Us, his portrayal of Corey Wise. I came on this podcast months ago and talked about When They See Us, story about the exonerated five from New York, wrongly convicted, wrongly accused, wrongly convicted, served jail time for a rape that they did not do. Um, very, very great series all around, four-part series on Netflix. Uh, and we kind of figured uh, Jarrell Jerome was going to win an Emmy. He was nominated. So when he was nominated, it was rightfully so he won, man, for his portrayal of Corey Wise. He's the only actor to play the younger version and the older version of his character. And they really gave him a whole episode, the, four, the fourth episode of the series. Very, very, very crazy episode, man. That's the one a lot of people said they... It was tough for them to watch, man, because all he went through. And when you see Corey Wise now, see how he talked, and you go back and see how Jarrell portrayed him, how he was talking in the film, I mean, the series, you can see why, man. It seemed like he just studied Corey, like he spent time with him. He studied his character, and he killed him, man. He bodied that role, man. And also, first Afro-Latino male to win the Emmy also. So shout-out to Jarrell Jerome. Shout-out to DMX. Shout out to Future and Rocco for squashing their beef, man. Great, great to see all around. Next up, man, new music, man. New music. Um, I guess only three albums I saw people talking about. Those are the only three that really caught my radar. Uh, it's going to be real quick. Uh, the Baby dropped his album, Kirk. Young and May dropped her album, Her Story. And Kevin Gates dropped his album, I Am Him. Uh, first with the baby, see that's the, that's the one I saw a lot of people talking about early Friday. Um, I love his intro. I didn't get through the whole album, man. I mean, I'm sorry, I didn't get through the whole album. I love the intro. The intro came out before the album. I love the intro. I love the content he had in the intro, and I listened like two, three, probably about three more songs, and I was like, okay. And uh, I won't really call it a complaint for, on my end, but on a lot of people's end, I see on social media. Uh, he has the same flow, every song, all the songs sound the same. And uh, me personally, I can't get mad at it because it is it is his flow. You know what I'm saying? What it all comes down to is, are you a fan of his flow or not? Me, like I say with a certain amount of artists, man, long they serve their purpose, for me, the baby meaning, you know what I'm saying, the ratchet side, if you want to say, uh, I'm sure... The songs that's going to pop from the uh, album are going to pop. I'm going to hear them eventually. I'm going to listen to the album eventually also, but I mean, I ain't looked that deep into it. When I saw how his intro started, I was like, okay, I would love for most of, his, most of his album to have more content, but like I said, I didn't listen to it, so he may have more uh, content throughout the uh, album. I had to go back and listen, but I did love the intro. Shout out to the baby also, man. He's one of those artists I like to put in the bubble of, I fuck with from a distance. Meaning, I don't listen to him every day. I know the songs that pop, the features that pop, but, you know, I can't say nothing bad about it. You know what I'm saying? Especially since that's his flow. You know what I'm saying? So, I can't say nothing bad about it. Uh, Young and May, I didn't get around to her album at all. Um, the cool thing about M.A. with this album, though, I did watch a little bit of her interview on The Breakfast Club. And she was saying, you know, her uh, song, Ooh, uh popped in 2016 and this is really her first album everybody was like what taking you so long for your first album that was three years ago and she she really did just say it like i wasn't ready you know what i'm saying because that song ooh just popped 
Like that was around the era, you know, put up a SoundCloud record, put a video on YouTube, get a million views. All of a sudden, you you big time now. So she probably was looking at it like, yo, I got 10 songs. You know what I'm saying? I was recording. And that one just had to be the one to pop. And I wasn't ready for that fame that fast and everything. So it's good to see her come out of her shell. And she also said her album came coming out Friday. It was around the 10th anniversary of her brother passing away. So it was crazy, like I said, how the universe worked, man. So shout out to Young and May. I will eventually listen to her album because when she was popping, popping a few years ago, she did have some hard freestyles. In 2016, I will say that. In 2016, she had some five freestyles that came out, and she did videos for them. So shout out to Young and May. And lastly, man, Kevin Gates. I did listen to Gates' album because I saw a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, bigging Kevin Gates' album up. I didn't know, keep in mind, I didn't know uh, Gates was even dropping. So I was like, okay, cool, Gates dropping. Normally with Gates, I do the routine I do with most of my albums. Uh, wait till I get to the crib from work, play some 2K, you know what I'm saying, see what Gates got. And he has some shit on there. I can't be, I can't, you know what I'm saying, deny that Gates has some shit on there. Uh, I'm going to go back, listen to it again, probably add some songs to the rightful playlist where they deserve to be at. And keep it pushing, man. So shout out to Gates, shout out to Young and May, shout out to the baby, man. Three albums. Uh the only three albums that was on my radar that came out over the weekend. So shout out to those three. Next up, man, this weekend, albums that's coming out, man. The one I'm kind of I'm I'm anticipating it, but at the same time, it's like, okay, let me see what's going on. You know, who knows which way, which way this can go. Uh, Summer Walker, man. Summer Walker, you know I got to show love. R&B, I've been saying it for the past few weeks. R&B was chill the whole year besides Ari Lennox's album. Then Snow Allegra popped up with her album. Sir popped up with his, with his album. Lucky Day, he dropped his album. And now Summer Walker, man. Um, I'm very, 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 very... Uh, the only reason I'm really anticipating this album, man, because one, her last album... Left a lot of people like guessing because shit, you turn on her last album, you go take a piss, you come back, her album finished. She had like 12 songs, each of them probably like a minute, 30, two minute long songs. That was the big complaint everyone had. Like, it wasn't her, it wasn't the songs, it was really like the length of the songs. So we was like, uh, you know, what, what, we don't know what to expect from uh, Summer Walker. You know, she even tweeted out, like, what are you guys most excited for about my album? And people have been tweeting, uh, hopefully longer songs. And she just laughed it off because she knows it's true. Like, she knows it's true. But the thing that has me excited about her album, I will say, is the features, man. You cannot deny that these features are easily the um, the uh, go-to when it comes to this album. I'm just going to read them real quick. I'm very excited about these features, man. R&B all the way. Uh Play playing games, the extended version. Like I said, all her songs were short, so there's an extended version featuring Bryson Tiller. She finally getting Bryson Tiller to come out. Um, come through featuring Usher, the legend Usher. You can't deny that. Uh, I not I like it. It's called Like It featuring Black. You guys know how I feel about Black. I feel like Black is just one of those different type of artists. He's gonna kill it every time. Black. My only thing with Black is he still owes. A full verse from that drunk song on Schoolboy Q album. I feel like 
Black has his full verse somewhere, and he's just not putting it out yet. That's the only thing I need from Black is that full verse. He killed that verse. The little bit that we did here. Um, Stretch You Out featuring A Boogie. I'm not mad at A Boogie. I just ready for A Boogie to like make more mature music. I've been listening. To, I've been knowing about A Boogie since about 2016. Also, and uh, he just found his uh, fan base. Basically, that's what it is. Like his fans, but his fan base is young, even though he's like two years younger than me. I'll say he may be younger than what I'm thinking he is, though. But I like A Boogie. I'm not mad at that. Um, this the one I really want to see what's going to happen with. Uh, I'll kill you, featuring Janae Iko. <laughs> this the one I need all my toxic women to fall in the wind. I need all my toxic women, all my dangerous women to be playing this song. I'll kill you, featuring Janae Iko. So you got the shy girl who's coming out of her shell in Summer Walker, and you giving me the hippie psychedelic side of Janae Iko. Y'all know that's that's up my alley, man. Sign me up for it. So I'm definitely looking forward to that song. And, man, last but not least, oh, she has the Girls Need Love remix featuring Drake, but that song been out a minute. It really didn't do nothing. People thought, okay, Drake getting on this, Drake about to get in his bag, and it really didn't ever pop off like that, honestly. But the one I'm looking forward to the most, man, Just Mike featuring Party Next Door. She finally found Party Next Door, man. I've been having my own predictions about Party Next Door this year. I thought he would have something to do with the Lion King soundtrack. It's words he's writing with Rihanna right now. We just don't know, but I do know Summer Walker has found part in this door, and I'm waiting to hear what Party got to say. So I'm anticipating the Summer Walker project. Like I said, her last album was real short. Um, left people guessing. And like I said, she got the features, and it's executive produced by London on the Trap, man. London on the track behind all old Young Thug hits and everything. And I believe they're dating now, London and Summer Walker. So I feel like that chemistry may be there. I'm looking forward to it, man. Summer Walker Project, Over It, coming out this Friday. R&B side of things, man. I'm waiting for it. And while I'm on the topic of music, man, just got to show some love. Uh, Larry June, man. Larry June from the Bay Area. Uh, Sunday, I went through like three of his recent projects. He's from the Bay, so he's independent. How back in uh, back in the day when E Forty and Too Short was heavy, heavy independent, they just dropped projects just because they got the right to. You know what I'm saying? They own all their stuff, so they got the right to drop whenever they feel like it. And Larry just been flooding the market all year, man. I listened to three of his tapes back to back yesterday on Sunday. Great, great. He finally getting his own. You know, for us Southerners, man, it is kind of tough to get into the Bay music sometimes. Either you like it or you don't. But he's really getting into his own pocket right now. I love to see it, man. And uh, outside of the South, bro, the Bay Area and Texas are like two cultures I really like fuck with heavy. Like the Bay Area and Texas. Like just seeing it on YouTube, I just feel like, you know what I'm saying, outside of the South, that's like, you know what I'm saying? I like that vibe. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to Larry June doing his thing. Uh, Sir from TDE. I talked about his album a couple weeks ago on this podcast. He put a video up yesterday saying, okay, he done with his media run in New York for his album. He's about to go back to the West, about to LA, rehearse, tour announcement coming soon. I would love to see it. Being that Summer Walker album is coming out. So, hopefully, them two can link up for something. Um, 
And just to put the icing on the cake, I would love my boy Brent Fias. Brent Fias needs to drop a project, bro. He put out that Fuck the World Summer in London a couple months ago. Still one of my favorite songs of the year. And he just put out uh, Rehab. He put out Rehab, uh, Winter in France, I believe it's called. Winter in Paris, I believe it's called. And, like, he's on his own vibe. He always, when he was on, when he was a, uh, when he was heavy on Twitter, he always used to acknowledge the fact that he's not like the rest of the R and B guys, which is it's kind of a shock, but then again, it's not a shock because you can add, you can watch black interviews. He says he's not like R and B guys. Party next door just don't fool with anybody for real. Brent Fias in his own zone. It's like we rarely see like the guy R and B guys like collab. Like you might see Khalid and Black, but other than those two, I mean, we don't see that many with this new generation, man. I like it, but then again, it's like okay, some of y'all can make like some real fire shit together if y'all just lock in. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I'm not mad at it, man. So Brent, he definitely needs to drop something soon. I'm definitely waiting on it. And, man, to wrap up this music part, man, um, J. Cole, man. J. Cole came out, said he's doing no more features. And, uh, you know, it's up in the air. Like I said, with, um, I told my boys, I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast, but weeks ago, Nicki Minaj saying she's retiring and everything. And uh, you can say that in this day and age, man, because a week feels like a month when it comes to music, man. You know, Time just goes so differently now in music. Like I said, man, she could probably take a hiatus from music, but a retirement, you know what I'm saying? If we get to December, you're going to feel like, damn, it's been two years already, music turns. But, you know, that's a that's a, that's a a brave statement to make, especially for Nicki Minaj, man. And with J. Cole saying he doing no more features, I really don't know how to take it because if he don't do no more features, I won't be mad at it. He went a whole two, three years without fucking with anybody you know what i'm saying he just coming out he just came out his shell last year honestly so i'm not mad at cole if he's not doing no more features i mean he did last year it seemed like every month cole had a feature on the album um so that was different even the artists he was collabing with like he'll have his jid collab black collabs royce the five nine rap city the ones we expect but then he'll come back with 21 which we didn't expect. Money bad, yo, we didn't expect. So it's like, okay, he was stepping out his own. Then at the top of the year, he invited everybody to come to Atlanta to work with him at the Dreamville uh, sessions. We got him and Young Nudie together and everything. So it was like, okay, Cole came out his own. I feel like Cole probably like, okay, I came out for a year and a half. You know what I'm saying? I was fucking with people for a year and a half. Now let me go back to my cave and keep on working. You know what I'm saying? So... I wouldn't be shocked if Cole don't do any more features. Um, just like everybody, of course, we still want the Cole, Kendrick Lamar. Shit, people don't forgot, but earlier this year, it was a video going around of Drake and Kendrick and Drake uh, with Drake and J. Cole in the car together. So, and people really didn't think they were still tight like that. So, I wonder what's up with that, Cole and Drake. So. I feel like those the only two outside of Dreamville. Those the only two we probably still want to see a Cole collab with. But I'm not mad at Cole. And then with his last last collab being with Gangstar, legendary group. Like my boy AJ said on his podcast, um, Gangstar. If you don't know who Gangstar is, just 
type on, just click on the video. As soon as, as soon as you hear Guru Voice, you'll know who Gangstar is. With DJ Premier, you'll know who Gangstar is. So I'm not mad if Cole want to just be like, all right, I just did Gangstar, Legendary, Guru, DJ Premier, I'm done. I won't be mad at that. So if Cole want to, you know what I'm saying, sit out, man, let Cole sit out, man. And coming off of J. Cole, man, this next topic, man, saw something over the weekend with Drake, man, Drake in Brazil. We always, it's been the key thing on this podcast, clearly the top three, Kendrick, Cole, Drake, Cole, Drake, Kendrick, Drake, Cole, Kendrick, Drake, Kendrick, however you want to put it, those three are easily still the three of our generation. But this weekend, I believe Drake, he already kind of separated himself from those two because Drake always been the poppy hip-hop pop guy, but now Drake is like full-fledged biggest pop star, man. And I'm going to get into that next, man. I saw it over the weekend. It just took me by a shot for a minute. So that's it with this music, man. Shout out to everybody I just mentioned. DMX, Future, Rocco, Cole, uh, Brent Fias, uh Summer Walker album coming this weekend. I'm definitely going to check that out, man. And Larry June from the Bay holding it down. And, man, shout out to Jarrell Jerome taking home that Emmy for when they see us, man. Greatly, greatly deserve it, man. All right, man, so the boy Drake, man, the boy Drake, for years now, man, people been saying he's not just a rapper, he can rap, he can sing, he can make the crossover hits to pop, but for me, man, this past weekend, man, he just solidified, man, he may be the biggest pop star, definitely right now, uh, maybe in our era, I mean, you know, we got the Beyonce's, of course, I'm not talking about the King, Mike, you know what I'm saying, including him in that, but... In our generation, man, if you want to say Beyonce, uh, Drake is in that conversation now, man. I mean, over the past weekend, I saw on uh, Chubbs, OVO Chubbs, his Instagram, he put, you know, that was in Brazil and everything. And I don't know if it was a festival. I don't know if it was like just, you know, a big event, you know, Drake first time performing in Brazil or what, but it was outside. It looked like fucking Rolling Loud the Drake version, basically, like, the whole crowd was there for Drake, man, he's walking in the middle of the crowd, like, with God's playing, sing, you know, God's playing, playing, the whole crowd just singing it, it looked like a spectacle, man, you know what I'm saying, so, after that, I can clearly say Drake is the biggest pop star right now, man, um, and I've always been a fan of Drake, man, my only thing on Drake, just because people want to take it the wrong way. I just feel like Views wasn't it. And Views, you can say Views was the one that really crossed him over to that lane. You know, with Hotline Bling, One Dance, and all that. So, that just what I, that just what I didn't want from uh, Views. And looking at it now, man, I mean, One Dance, I preferred the Popcorn version of One Dance. Controller, I preferred the Tory Lanez version of Controller. So... The songs that he crossed over, like, okay, he was good. It was cool, but those other guys flipped it the way I preferred to be flipped. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. And you can even make the uh, the fact that Drake's been on top since he came out in 09. When he came out of 09, so far gone and everything, you know, he was known as, you know, the guy from Canada, you know, uh, Lil Wayne's protege. He was viewed 
I know from my eyes, when I first heard So Far Gone on that uh, Itney shit with Lil Wayne, I was like, okay. I was like, okay, Wayne found somebody to take, you know what I'm saying? Once Wayne want to relax, Wayne knows he has somebody, you know what I'm saying, that's ready to go. And Drake came off that way. He was singing. He was rapping. I was never bothered by it. I know a lot of people like to, you know, joke about it, but I was never bothered by it. And, now, you know, looking at it now, with me talking about R&B and everything, that goes hand-to-hand. Like, Drake, he really, you know, popularized that genre, if you want to say, the whole rapping and singing. Because look how many people coming out now that's doing that type of flow. Uh, Canada, he easily the face of Canada music, you can say. Um, he brought us the, you know, he uh, brought light to the weekend during the Take Care era. He brought us Party Next Door, Division, you know what I'm saying? So since 09, man, you can make the claim Drake's been on top since 09. That's 10 years, man. Pick a year. I mean, I can't think of a year between then and now Drake hasn't been, you know what I'm saying, probably not at the top because, you know, he his album's not going to be better than the Kendrick album probably or Cole album, but he's still been in the mix. And that's the difference between him, Kendrick, him, Kendrick, and Cole. Kendrick and Cole, they can come out, do what they got to do, dip out, do a little features here and there, but you're not going to see them tweeting. You're not going to see them on Instagram like that. Like I said time and time again, I just said the last segment, Cole just came out his closet. Not closet like that, but you know what I'm saying. He just came out his shell last year. You know what I'm saying? Before last year, 2013 was probably the last time Cole was around, like BT Awards. And all that, that was like, what, 2013? Kendrick, he'll do, like, uh, some performances every now and then, get some awards, go back in his cave. But Drake, he's going to post on Instagram. Drake's going to go on these uh, tours. He's going to take those pictures and everything like that. So I just say he's in a different category now, man. I say he's in a different category. Uh, Seeing that footage in Brazil, man. Yeah, yeah, he he's definitely in a different category. He's carved his own lane, man. Um, he's taken, I mean, throughout his career, man, I mean, with the Meat Meal shots, I will say since the Meat Meal shots, his content hasn't been the same. Like Every now and then, like, he'll give me a diplomatic community. He'll give me a verse like on Gold Roses. Um, of course... I just started liking Scorpion toward the end of last year because all Scorpion side A to me always sound like just Pusha T and, and Kanye shots. So I really could have dealt without that. Like looking back at it now, like I said, it was like one of my slept on albums last year because so much drama behind it. But now I do enjoy it. Um, he gave us one of the greatest intros ever with Tuscan Leather on Nothing Was the Same. That's probably my favorite Drake album. I see. I I know why people um, say take care though. I do understand that. Um, shit, I like thank me later too. I'm not. I mean, thank me later was like the quote unquote radio album, but I mean that's when radio was still, you know, what I'm saying relevant and popping still. So and that was his first, you know, what I'm saying album really. You know, besides so far, well, so far gone was a mixtape. So. Thank Me Later was his first album, so. I mean, so we really just growed up and seen Drake grow, man. He done grow out of the young money 
Shell, shell. I be thinking about Drake. I don't even think about Young Money no more for real. I mean, that was the thing. Like now, I don't even think about Young Money when I think of Drake now. So, only thing about Drake, man, I will say, man, we just need to get the OVO acts a little more exposure, man. I mean, they the people who know them know them, but for them to be under Drake, you would think they'll have more. You know what I'm saying? But all those guys are low key too. I mean, it's a joke going around about the OVO sweatshop and everything, but. You know what? I can't. You know we can't say nothing about that, man. I mean, parting this door, he's low key. Division, low key. Majid Jordan, low key. Roy Woods. I mean, what can we say, man? What can we say? And I'm still saying no guidance, no guidance. Uh, Chris Brown and Drake is probably still my favorite song of the summer. For summer terms, not my favorite song, but you know, for summer terms, it is a great record too. So just seeing that, man. Like I said, when that song. First came out on the podcast, like, those two guys, Chris Brown and Drake, just seeing that video, No Guidance, was crazy. You know, like, damn, we never really saw a Drake-Chris Brown video before. And them motherfuckers were throwing bottles at each other at the club back in the day and everything. Drake, you know, he hashed it out with Meat Mill. I mean, we seen Drake grow, man, and seeing that footage, man, all those people singing, God's playing. He walking in the middle of the crowd. You would think, you know, the old footage of uh, Michael Jackson concerts when them folk were passing out, you know, getting carried out. That how it looked. Like, he just walking, like, in the middle. All those people just posters and all that. It was a crazy scene, man. It was a crazy scene. Even Drake concerts are different than a Cole Kendrick concert. I've never been to a Drake concert, but I can say the Kendrick concert, it like a whole vibe. Everybody vibed out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Cole concert, uh, J. Cole, feel like everybody know, know each other. feel like it's a family gathering. J. Cole, the one concert you're going to go to and everybody's going to sing those lyrics word for word. Um, we grew up on Cole, you know what I'm saying, Kendrick, so everybody in the same vibe. But they say for a Drake concert, it's like very, very different crowd. You're going to see all type of nationalities, genders, women crying. Uh, I think the closest I probably came to that with that many different type of people in the building is probably like the Travis Scott concert. Because Cole, Kendrick, they have black people, they have white people, but that Travis Scott concert had black people, white people, Japanese people, Chinese people, little kids, families of five. You know what I'm saying? It's like so many different type of people going, you know, coming. So for a Drake concert, I can definitely see it because Drake has those hits. And that's the reason why I say he's different from Cole and Kendrick also. A Kendrick hit, a Cole hit is not like a Drake hit. A Drake hit is an in my feelings that's going viral. A hotline bling, you know what I'm saying? Things like that. Um, his concerts, he, his last concert last year, he just had like a long stage. And the whole time he just running around throughout the stage, a Lamborghini you know what I'm saying? Flying around the crowd. Um, and every time you heard somebody say something about his concert last summer, they was like, man, Drake performed for like two hours straight. It was nothing but hits. You know what I'm saying? He don't even get into his Lucy's, his 4 p.m. in Calabasas, his 5 p.m. And, you know, he don't get into all that. He just do the straight hits. Like, Kendrick Cole, they're going to give you the hits that you know, but... I always say Kendrick and Cole more like album artists. Like they they can perform. J Cole is known for when you go to a J Cole concert, you know he's gonna perform whichever album he's touring for. 
he's gonna perform that album front to back and throw some um shit in shit into his fans know. Kendrick Lamar, he just go throughout his whole discography and just give you hit after hit and then give you some uh some side B records that you know. But Drake hit you like, damn, he really giving us the shit right now. He ain't even get into his his real shit. So it's like it's dope, man. We're living in a great time, man. We're living in a great time. You can say Kendrick Cole, Drake, you're getting all aspects of it, man. I, I enjoy all three of their music, but like I always say, man, if I do have to, you know, you got to pick your one. Like, we all love the Power Rangers. We all love Ninja Turtles, Dragon Ball Z, whatever you like. You always like that one character, though, out of all of them. And mine always been Kendrick, because I always say Kendrick discography is what, you know what I'm saying? That's what I got to go to, like. I enjoy all of their rapping abilities and everything, but when it comes to discography, Kendrick take it for me, for me personally. And the reason why Drake, like I just said, with views, it wasn't it for me. And Cole, I would say, for your eyes only. That's like the only knock. It's not like a big knock, you know what I'm saying, that those albums wasn't for me. It just, well, Kendrick, if you want to say untitled, but at the same time, untitled, it's like the throwaways from Pimp a Butterfly. And that's that jazz and that funk. So, I mean, it's all your perfect. It's all your preference, though, man. That's what it comes down to. But all in all, Drake in Brazil for the first time over the weekend. It was crazy. It was chaotic. I watched it on Chubbs, Instagram, OVO Chubbs, Instagram. Drake different. And he's like the ambassador for the Toronto Raptors. He damn near like the, I don't know what Canada has, governors, presidents. He's damn near like underneath that guy. <laughs> The uh, Toronto Raptors just won the championship. He has, I'm sure he has a great amount of shares in that. They wear OVO jerseys. Their training facility is called the OVO facility. So he has his uh, OVO fest. He just had it with a large uh, NBA trophy in the back. So, I mean, Drake just different, man. He's just different. He just, he's a different monopoly. That's what it comes down to. He's a different monopoly. I'm not even talking about the deals he's had. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even getting the Sprite deal he had back in the day, the Nike deal, uh, Apple deal. He just executive produced Top Boy on Netflix. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even getting all that yet. So he's like the one person we could say is a megastar in our culture. You know what I'm saying? We got the ones who been, you know, Jay-Z, Diddy, Beyonce, all that, but... For our generation, you could easily say Drake is the megastar. Right right, right alongside Rihanna, oddly enough, the megastars. You know what I'm saying? That's a different That's a different bracket. So shout out to Drake, man. First time in Brazil. It looked crazy. I'm sure he's still working on music, man, as we can see so far this year, man. So salute to the boy Drake, man. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. This has been episode 47, Stash House Podcast. Hope everybody go out. Have a great week, man. You know the motto. Stay safe, man. Be well all your surroundings. I'll catch y'all here same time next week, man. Keep me in your prayers. I'll do the same for y'all, man. Salute.